Hey, I'm Brian Brister, a worship leader, certified health coach, and fashion photographer. Welcome to the Brian Brister Experience Podcast. I'll be sharing with you from a myriad of topics that I gather from suggestions I receive on my social media accounts or in conversation with friends. I'll also interview cool people doing cool things in the world, probably while drinking coffee, definitely while drinking water. Thanks for joining If you've ever met me in person or if you follow me on social media, then you probably know that I smile a lot. I like it. It's fun. It honestly makes me feel better. And I have a lot of reasons to smile. Don't get me wrong. There are a lot of things in my life that aren't working out like I want them to. There are a lot of things that don't look the way that I thought they would. But those things don't define whether or not I find joy in my day. As most of you know, I am currently on tour, Maverick City Music, Maverick City Choir, Kirk Franklin, with House Fires and Jonathan McReynolds doing an arena tour. We actually wrap up our tour this weekend on Sunday in Chicago. It's our last show of this tour, which is wild. It's been such an incredible experience. I, I literally couldn't, I, I don't think I could make a podcast about everything that has happened or everything that we've experienced because it's been so much and God has done so many incredible things. But back to Kirk Franklin. I grew up on Kirk. I have listened to all of his music since I was a child. I love it so much. I've sang a bunch of his songs over the years. So the fact that we were able to do a tour with him was wild. The fact that he has walked up and had conversations with me and hugged me and told me he loved me and all of these things were just wild to me because his music shaped so much of what I do as a worship leader. But one of the songs that we do in the show, which many of you know if you're Kirk Franklin fans at all, is I Smile. And even though I knew the song and I definitely heard it a lot, I actually had never really paid that much attention to the words. And then today, whenever I was beginning to record this podcast, I thought about the lyrics to that song, and it speaks so well to what I'm wanting to talk about. So I'm going to read the lyrics to the song, and then we'll get started. Today's a new day, but there is no sunshine. Nothing but clouds, and it's dark in my heart, and it feels like a cold night. Today's a new day, but where are my blue skies? Where's the love and the joy that you promised me to tell me it's all right? I almost gave up, but a power that I can't explain fell from heaven like a shower. I smile, even though I hurt. See, I smile. I know God is working, so I smile. Even though I've been here for a while, I smile. It's so hard to look up when you've been down. I sure would hate to see you give up now. You look so much better when you smile. So smile. Now, every day ain't going to be perfect, but it still don't mean today don't have a purpose. See, I don't want you to be happy, because then you got to have something happening. I want you to have joy, because can't nobody take that from you. So people periodically ask me, Brian, how do you smile so much? Why do you smile so much? There are so many negative things. There are so many things happening in the world so many things going on. How do you stay so upbeat and positive? 
And that song speaks so much to it. Because my smile is not connected to what's going on in my world. My smile is connected to what's already true in heaven. My smile is connected to the fact that Jesus died for me and saved me from my sins. I don't refuse to smile because of all of the negative things that are happening in this world. I smile because this world is not my home. This world is a temporary situation where I have the opportunity to get to know Jesus better and also experience that with each of you before I move to my eternal home with him. So I can smile because I know that all of this is temporary. Don't get me wrong. I cry. Okay, I get emotional. I get sad. I feel all of those things. It's not that I'm avoiding the negative things, but I don't let the negative things define me. Because at the end of the day, the negative is never, ever, ever going to outweigh all of the positive. There are a couple songs that I remember from growing up that talk about counting your blessings and recognizing that the world's not as bad as you think it is or your world is not as bad as you think it is when you begin to celebrate and recognize what your blessings are. A few months ago in church, whenever they were preparing for the offering, the lady who spoke talked about the idea of creating a provisions list. And that list is essentially she wrote down every time that God provided in any situation in her life, be that someone bought her a coffee, someone bought her a hotel room, someone gave them money, someone forgave a debt, a bill was canceled, whatever it looked like. Anything that was an act of God providing, she began to make a list of those things. And as she did, her heart began to change and begin to recognize that even in the darkness, and even when things don't always work out like she wants, God is still providing over and over again. So I started a provisions list, and I started keeping track of all of the things that God is doing in my life. And y'all, it's amazing. There are a lot of things in my life right now that could cause me to give up or put my head down or lock myself in my apartment or cry or whatever. And I'm not denying the fact that those things are true. But I am going to say that those things do not define me. Those things do not get to determine my day. Those things don't get to determine how I show up on social media, how I show up with my friends, how I show up with my family. Because at the end of the day, we're all going through hard things. We all have things going on in our life that we don't love. I remember hearing a story or an analogy that if everyone in your life threw all of their problems into a pile in the middle of a circle and you had the opportunity to look at everybody else's problems, you would go and take yours back rather than choosing someone else's. And I think that's true because of a couple reasons. One, they're your problems and they're frustrating, but they're yours and you understand them and you have lived them. You have experienced them. So my debt is mine and I can recognize where each part of it came from and I have a memory attached to each part of that debt. 
Someone else's debt doesn't mean anything to me because I don't know it. I didn't live it. I didn't experience it. I know that's a random analogy, but just go with me. But that's the idea, is that I recognize it. It is mine. I have things attached to it. And at the end of the day, unknown problems are scarier than known problems. So I don't want to take Jack's problems because I don't really understand his and that looks like a lot of stuff going on that I don't have any idea about, so I can't really do that. So that's one idea. And then the other is also the fact that even though it feels like a lot and even though there's so much going on and there's so much that you don't understand, God is still greater and is still more than enough to walk you through that situation. I hear people say all the time, God will never give you more than you can bear. Yeah, but how about all the things that you also added to that list that were of your own doing that weren't of God? Because all of the things that you could bear, plus all of the things you added to it, probably more than you can bear. But see, that's the beauty of grace. Because God is still going to show up. He is still going to walk through that with you because he loves you and he cares for you. So even though the things in your life may be more than you can bear in your own human capabilities, they will never be more than God can bear. They will never be more than he is capable of walking you through. So if it looks like a lot and you're not really sure what to do, and it feels dark, and your head is down, and you're tired, and you just want to go back to bed and not deal with any of it, maybe spend some more time in his presence. And when I say spend time in his presence, I'm not saying, God, fix this. That's part of it. Sure, you can have that conversation. But spend time with him. Get to know him. Be his friend. I talked about this in a previous podcast, but you don't spend time with a person just to ask them to fix everything in your life. You spend time with a person to get to know them on a deeper level. You spend time with a person to become a better friend, a better partner, a better lover. You spend time with people to get to know them. So why would all of the time that you spend with God be focused on all of the things that you want him to fix instead of getting to know who he is at the deepest level. He wants to continue to welcome you into this place. The Bible speaks of him as being a friend that sticketh closer than a brother. And I believe that that's true even if we don't spend time with him and get to know him. But... If he is the creator of all things, and he made us with the most specific intentions, then why would we not want to get to know everything about him? Everything that is possible of experiencing and learning and seeing on this side of heaven? Why would we not want that? And I'm not saying that I have this all figured out. I'm not the best at this either. I can't tell you how many times I will be sitting in prayer 
and realize that I'm just asking God to fix stuff or that I'm just repeating the same thing. Thank you, Jesus. God, you're wonderful. Oh, I love you. Thank you, Jesus. God, you're wonderful. Oh, I love you. Those things are all true. But also, if I went to coffee with someone and they just sat across from me and said, Brian, you're wonderful. Oh, I love you. Thank you so much. Brian, you're wonderful. Oh, I love you. Thank you so much. It would be a really, really quick coffee date. Okay? Not going to stay there all day because I'm good. (laughs) I get the point. Okay? Also, God has a lot more patience than I do. So there's that. But I've recognized that spending time with God and being in his presence is as much or more about listening than it is about speaking. I think very often in churches, we confuse it with the idea that if we're spending time with God, we have to be talking the whole time. Okay, first off, no one wants a friend who talks the whole time. Okay, let's be real about it. You don't want to sit down with someone and just hear them talk nonstop and never give you an opportunity to get a word in. So why do we treat God that way? Why do we feel that we have to be talking the entire time in order to spend time with God? If you want to get to know God, let him speak. Begin to tune your ear and your heart to the things of God, to the words that he speaks. Read your Bible in prayer time and ask God in that moment, God, highlight to me what I need to see. Reveal to me in your scripture what you have for me. And also just sit and just be. This is something I've actually gotten a lot better at in the past couple of months is I pray and I read my Bible and I do those things, but I also just sit. And I say, God, I'm here and I just want to spend time with you. And that has been a really, really beautiful experience. I don't even know how I got on this part of this conversation. (laughs) But you know what? I'm not going to cut it out because I believe that somebody out there needs to hear it. And if not, well, I probably need to hear it again. So I'm going to go back and listen to this. But at the end of the day, if you are making your time with God a priority, and not for the fact of being seen or being known by the church people, as the one who prays or the one who reads their Bible, but doing it simply to get to know the person of God and what he thinks and believes about you, you'll smile because you'll begin to recognize too that all of the things fade away in the light of his glory and grace. So smile. Even when it hurts, see, I smile. I know God is working, so I smile. Even though I've been here for a while, I smile. Thank you, Uncle Kirk, for the words to that beautiful song that have been around for more than 20 years, but still speak so truly today to where we are if we will allow God to be everything. And if we will stop making our circumstances bigger than our God, and we'll stop making our situations bigger than the truth of who He is, then we too can smile. 
Whether this was your first time listening or you've been around for a while, I'd love it if you would share this episode with at least one person you think may enjoy it. Feel free to follow me on Instagram at Brian Brister for a more behind the scenes look at my life. You can also send me a DM or comment on my most recent Instagram post, whatever it is, if there's a specific topic you'd like to hear me speak on, or if you have questions about something I said today. That's all for me. I'll be back next week. Until then, do good, be well. Oh, and drink some water.